Yo, 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 what's going on, Metrop Brolis? It's your boy, Jerry, the TRX for Washington here at General Fitness Company Studio. It is Monday, August 17th, 2020. Here I am. Yes, I am back. Yes, you did miss me on Friday. Yes, I am sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? And I really, I have an excuse, but it's a lame one. It's essentially that, well, I had a friend that came in from town. I hadn't seen my friend since, Jesus, high school. So... I was like, hey, you know what? Sorry, podcast. I'm going to have to check you later. <laughs> so that's what happened. You know, this is what it is. But, you know, it actually ended up being a blessing because this podcast is fire. Today, I want to talk about a few topics that actually culminate in the, uh, the idea of breaking rules. There's a few things that uh, happened over the weekend and as well as today that really made me think about breaking the rules and why, what it means to break the rules, you know? The reason why I think about this is because, you know, sometimes some things that seem so simple can actually be really complex. And you might actually get, have progress in doing them and not know why. And the reason why you want to know why is because if you don't know why you have this progress, well, then you don't know how you're going to keep going. You're going to keep executing in the same way. And if anything changes in the environment, if anything changes about what is happening, around you, well then, you're going to be in a lot of trouble because you won't know how you did what you did. You know, like an exercise, what that means is like, if you don't know how you did what you did, you almost have to go back to basics and understand how each movement works going into the bigger movements. And in life, well, that means something even even far more dire. And we're going to talk about that in today's episode. So, Let's get this episode underway, but before we start, you know, I'd really appreciate if you'd subscribe, you know, I really do enjoy listening to all the feedback I get, or at least reading all the feedback I get from my subscribers, because they email me, and every once in a while I get those ratings and reviews, feel free to drop those as well, but I do appreciate all you that have been listening consistently, and I apologize for Friday, we'll try not to let it happen again. Anyways, without further ado, let's get this episode underway, episode number 453 of the TR Expert Talks, Rule Breakers. Lego. Just like a lose control. Play songs on the radio too loud. This could be magical. So, wow. Yeah. You haven't seen, haven't seen or heard from me since Thursday. It's been a pretty busy weekend. It's been a wild, wild few days, to be honest with you. Uh, I had a friend come down from Alaska, not to visit me, but just because 
they're in town, and I was like, hey, what's going on, didn't really, like, well, I guess it wasn't really a friend, it was somebody I knew in my, from my high school, which is pretty cool, because you don't really get many people from Anchorage, Alaska hanging out, especially from my high school, so, you know, he had six high schools in Anchorage, I think there's a few more now, so, you know, we think Anchorage is probably like one or two high schools, or whatnot, but we had a lot of people that lived there, so, uh, it was, it was just kind of interesting, uh, my friend is like, you know, telling me about how it is in Alaska, and I was just thinking about all those those things that we had going on, and it was just wild to think about how, you know, the kind of the trend was to you know, stay in Alaska for the most part and try to do what you could. You know, a lot of people went to University of Anchorage, Alaska, UAA as we called it, uh, but or as everybody calls it really, but uh, I kind of broke the mold a little bit, and I decided to leave Alaska and kind of do my thing. There's a few other people that did it too, a lot of athletes and stuff, of course, myself being an athlete, that was the, my way of getting out, but I have a lot of friends that I know that are still in Alaska, that have you know, been there since I graduated from high school, and that's, you know, neither here nor there, that's like, you know, everybody has a choice, I'm not, I'm not saying congratulations, or I'm not downing them, or anything, I'm just saying that's the situation, but it is that, as well as a few other things that came up over the weekend, it started on Friday, that really kind of culminated in this episode. I actually wanted to record something on Friday, but it just got, it didn't happen. It just didn't work out, and I, you know, just for just various reasons. But anyways, here I am. It's Monday, and it's just really interesting because, uh, like I said, they, I broke the mold there a little bit, and uh, well, I broke the mold with my family. I was the first one to graduate from college, but not only that, I was uh, also you know one of the people, only people, one of the few people that left Anchorage right after graduation to go to pursue something else and stayed out of Anchorage. So, you know, some people that even stayed that pursued uh, some kind of graduate or uh, college or graduate degree ended up going back to Alaska. So that was interesting. So that's one little uh, perspective. That's one little aspect of what I wanted to talk about today. Another thing is that, uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, I had a client today that was telling me she's a really great athlete. I mean, she's really in great shape. But her, there are some things that she's developed that were compensations. And those compensations are actually starting to show up in her life now. I mean, at least in her exercise. <laughs> I wouldn't say in her life. But it's showing up in the way she exercises. And it's actually hindering her. And it's changing the way she works out. So uh, that's another thing I kind of want to talk about a little bit later on. And one really big thing, and this is, this is something that happened yesterday, and I don't, I, I don't know how much I'm going to get into it today because it's a pretty serious thing. But my son, he, you know, he's, he's, he's my son, so he's black, but he's also white. His mother's white. She's Italian of Italian descent or whatnot. And um, I told him, we were talking just randomly about stuff. We were building a sandcastle, and we were just talking about life. And I told him I was black, and he kind of was like, "You're not black." He, he was he was a little surprised that I was black. I don't I don't remember if he said you're not black, but he, you could see he was surprised that I would consider myself black. <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, son, I'm black." So and I am black. <laughs> I am 100 percent. If you look at me, I am 100 percent black. But uh, the funny thing is that, uh, well, considering that, I mean. He doesn't know that he's black. Because if, he if he doesn't know I'm black, then he doesn't know he's black. But you know, he's my son for all intents and purposes. But he's also he's he's also what society would consider black. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But that wasn't even the most interesting part of that little conversation that we had. It was it was so interesting because we're like I said we were we were just hanging out building sandcastles, just talking about whatever. And then he came he came up with that, and I was like. 
okay. And then he asked me a question that just really threw me for a loop. He said, Jerry, well, he didn't say Jerry, excuse me. He said, Dad, <laughs> he calls me Dad. He said, Dad, why are black people bullied? And I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> you know, the interesting thing was that uh, I came up with a solution pretty quickly. You know, I was on the fly. It was something off the top of my head. I thought in my, there was about a billion things that kind of went on in my head about why he might ask that question. So I asked him, you know, why are you asking? And he actually told me he saw it on a TV show. So I asked him, you know, what they, what they said on the TV show. And he said, actually, they didn't say why. So I was like, oh, boy. So you're really asking me because <laughs> he knows I'm black now. So I told him, I, was, I told him, he said, um, sometimes people see things and see people that are different and they're mean to them. It's not because they are mean people. It's just they just don't understand things that are different. And so, you know, I try to give him a couple examples of things that are different, things that he might not may not like as much as other things that he does like. And I think for the most part, and I can't say, you know, he's he's five and. I'm not around him all the time. I think he understood what I was saying. But to kind of to put that all together, it really makes me think about sometimes how you have to break the rules. And even further than that, sometimes you got to start from scratch if you have developed some rules that aren't really working for you. So in the context of exercise, what, what I think about is like if you have, a, if you have someone that is you know, maybe they've they've done something that seems relatively simple, but in all actuality, uh, you know, it's complex. You know, like say, for instance, let's take for instance. It's always better to have an example. Uh, a single leg bend over. That's an exercise where you take one foot off the ground and you reach both hands down to touch the foot that's on the floor. Pretty simple, right? However, there's a really wrong way to, that you can do that. You know, there's people that I know, and I've I've been thinking about that, my athlete client, she can do that pretty easily. And, you know, quite a few of my clients can do that pretty easily. However, some of my clients, not all of them, but some of my clients have noticed, especially the athletes, have developed some real detrimental compensations, let's say. And the reason why I say that is because they've learned how to move their body in ways that are not not necessarily... uh, Efficient, or even better, they're not, they're ways that they move their body that are, can are really not helpful, or not I shouldn't even say helpful. I think the best way to say this is that they've developed ways to move their body that, in the long run, is not going to serve them the best way. Because, you know, there's ways that you can do stuff, right? We all know that there's ways you can accomplish things. There's a million ways you can skin a cat. But also, on top of that, if you skin that cat the wrong way, well, then that all of a sudden that cat, well, that's a bad analogy. But we do know there's a, a million ways to skin a cat. And there's sometimes that those, those ways are not exactly the, the most efficient and effective ways. And maybe it could cause you more harm than good. You know, I mean, I don't know why you would go around skinning cats. Let's maybe say something else. But you get what I'm saying. There's a lot of ways that you can accomplish uh, you can achieve tasks, or you can achieve goals and accomplish tasks. But sometimes you might do something that's inefficient, and in the long run, you might end up, say, for instance, if you're cutting corners or something like that. In the long run, you got to pick back up and redo it anyway. So, in nature, you know, in life or in exercise, it's good to actually learn the fundamentals and learn the basics. But at the same time. If you can learn the fundamentals and learn the basics, learn why you're doing it and learn what the purpose of what you're doing is, 
then you can actually break the rules. See, a lot of people, they try to break the rules before they understand why the rules even exist. And that's a real problem because of the fact that if you actually end up breaking the rules and you don't know why you broke the rules, well, then you have to go back from scratch and find out why you broke the rules. Otherwise, your success is going to be well, it's going to be limited, you know, to say, to put it nicely, you know, I mean, you could, I mean, when it comes to exercise, it could be something that could lead to your injury or lead to you having to change your whole workout routine so that you can work out consistently. Otherwise, you're going to work out, you're going to get hurt, and then you're going to have to take time off, and then you're going to go work out again and then get hurt. And it's a vicious cycle of injuries. And in, in life, if you don't understand what made you successful, well, it means that you're going to have to figure out, like I said, why you were successful in the first place. And that could take a long, that could take a long time, sometimes even longer than it took you to originally learn why you became, or why, or how you can become successful. Because not only do you have to learn why you became and how you can come be, become successful, but you also have to unlearn those habits that you've created to make put you in the position you are right now so it's interesting like in, in like i said in the sense of exercise you have to unlearn some things but i mean to and in a sense of me having to leave alaska i mean i understood why people stayed in alaska because you know money was good and they didn't really see the opportunities and they had their family there but because i had the the wherewithal to uh, well, I didn't. Even, I wouldn't even call it the wherewithal because I had the opportunity to move move around a lot when I was younger. It wasn't really that big of a deal for me to move again. And obviously, you know, I didn't have family and stuff like that, so that was a downside. A lot of people that moved out of Anchorage, where I went to school, they had friends or family that lived where they were moving to, but. I mean, I, it ended up, ended up being something really good because of the fact that I moved to down to Minnesota and went to college uh, by myself. Not by myself, but I went to college on my own and kind of did my thing. I had the, now we could say wherewithal, I had the wherewithal to um, leave again when the opportunities weren't there for me. Because when I graduated from college, there were no opportunities. There were just opp- I shouldn't say there was none, but there weren't opportunities that I felt like that, were, that, fit, that fit my expertise or at least fit my uh, in- interest. So I found something in, in, uh, in Philadelphia and here I am. I'm still here and a lot of people might have said no, I can't do it because, you know, maybe they didn't have opportunity or they didn't have opportunities or maybe they just felt scared, but I mean, I had a whole 4 years while, you know, I was supported obviously. You know, it was, it was like a training wheels for being alone, but I had 4 years where I had no family, no, you know, I did, I had friends, but I didn't have like people that I knew from, you know, growing up. So yeah, I, I I broke the rules a little bit. I broke the mold in the way, you know, a lot of people, like I said, they stayed in Anchorage and they got either went to college in Anchorage or they got jobs you know, because they went to trade schools. But, you know, I, I decided that I wanted to do what worked for me. And I knew and, and I realized that doing that leaving worked for me and then having to leave again from Alaska to Minnesota, from Minnesota to Philadelphia ended up being the best move for me because I'm the happiest I've been in my life because I'm doing something that I love. And I mean, who knows, maybe I would have been doing something even even more where I uh, had I stayed in Anchorage or stayed in Minneapolis. But I mean, you can only you can't really guess what's going to happen. You can only go with what you got. I had a lot of things that put me in the position to be in. I am right now. Uh, be where I am right now. To <laughs> be in the position that I am right now. There we go. So, yeah, it's, I, I guess to cover this last thing, this uh, this this thing about my uh, about my son raising this uh, question about bullying. 
Now, like, my first reaction is like, because they're racist, son. <laughs> I just want to be like, because they're racist and they're terrible people. But, you know, a five-year-old doesn't really understand a cl- complex, uh, a complex situation like racism or a complex situation like why somebody might hate somebody for uh, their color. You know, he doesn't understand the history in this country. He doesn't even understand uh, what happened before he was born, you know. So there's a lot of things that he doesn't understand and... It's hard to try to explain something that is seemingly, is, is seemingly simple, right? Racism, simple. Somebody hates somebody because they don't like their color, they don't like their culture, they don't like something about their race, right? However, it's not as simple because if you try to explain that to somebody that has no concept of hate or no concept of what it even means to be black, then it's a real, it's a real serious dilemma that I have here to try to explain and try to even understand myself what racism is. So I try, I literally, it took, I mean, the answer almost rolled off my tongue, you know, like because people, but it really took me a long time to think about that. In my head, it seemed like a long time, but I mean, in all actuality, that's really what the basis is, is that uh, you have to find whatever is complex, whatever is seemingly simple, is actually more complex than you may realize. And in finding out the complex, and in realizing its complexity, and realizing exactly what makes the system or makes whatever your belief is what it is, then you can understand how to execute either the belief. Well, I guess you don't execute beliefs, but how to execute your actions based on those beliefs. You know, because you got to change your beliefs if you're going to change your actions for the most part. You know, I, I mean, you can go into certain things with a, maybe a belief that it may or may not happen, but that, that belief can't last too long. Otherwise, you're going to stop. Right. Or either, otherwise, your belief is not going to your belief is not going to be be able to be changed, because if, if, if your belief, if your current belief is being proven while you're going through, while you're interacting with the environment, then there's it's kind of it's kind of difficult to change that belief. <laughs> so, you know, there's a certain extent to where you have to understand the complexity of why you believe what you believe and understand why you do what you do and what the consequences or the results of what you do are. So, I mean, I guess to make this story or this long story short, it's like you have to break the rules, but to break the rules, as I said before, you have to understand what the rules are. And further than that, you have to understand why those rules dictate specific results. And once you get those, once you understand that, that's when you can start making playing around with the rules. But if you're taking shortcuts, that's the wrong answer. And uh, you know, I even think about another story. One of my clients today was telling me about this new math, right? And they're telling me how it takes so long to get the answer in this new math, you know, but the thing is that the reason why they teach this new math, and I know it's not a good, for most people who agree that it's not a really a good way to teach people how to do math because it takes so much longer. It, the reason why it, it is the way that, the reason why it is that way is because it helps, te- it helps students or helps children understand these concepts on a more, uh, on a less logical and a more conceptual, uh, yeah, more conceptual level. So it's not just like, oh, 2 plus 2 is 4, but you understand why 2 plus 2 is 4 because you understand all these other factors that make 2 plus 2 4. So, I mean, we under, just understood 2 plus 2 is 4 because we memorized it, right? And we understood these, we understood these facts, these, not, these facts, aka numbers, as some kind of concept that we just 
took for granted. It's something that we memorized and that was the answer. But to actually break it down with this new math, now, like, again, I'm not saying that new math is great, I'm not saying that it's bad, but I'm just saying that this is the actual reason why they have the new math. It's because it shows people conceptually why they can make the decisions that they're making. It, it, makes, it, it makes sense. It makes the math make more sense than just something that you memorize. And it makes it easier in the long run, maybe not at first, but it makes it easier in the long run to solve complex problems. So, <laughs> this is it's a pretty long one, but at the end of the day, like whether it's racism, whether it's like you're trying to figure out a way to uh, prevent injuries because you keep getting hurt while you exercise, or if you're trying to in, improve your life and trying try, trying to maybe instead of doing what everybody else is doing, you're finding something that fits you more uh, fits you more suitably. Well then. The best solution is to find out why people are doing, doing it the way they're doing it, find out what works for you, and then execute based on that hypothesis. Now, I call it a hypothesis because you don't know if it's going to be right. We never know if it's going to be right. You can only try and see if it works for you and keep, uh, and keep executing if it does. And that's how it goes. So, yeah, that's going to end our episode for today. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, feel free to write a rating or review. You know, maybe uh, even refer a friend, tell a friend about it, share it with all your friends, put it on your social media, maybe even do like one of those screenshots and say, hey, this is my friend uh, Jerry's a podcast. That'd be really cool of you. I would really appreciate that. So anyways, uh, whether you do share it or not, you know, you're still my friend. And whether you do write a review or not, you're still my friend. But, you know, maybe just a little bit less of a friend. <laughs> Anyways, I will catch you tomorrow, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, keep good company.